When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to TDL on SilverAndBlackPride.com. This play used to be run with Henry Ruggs, and we got Darren Waller on the choice route, Hunter Ripper on the shallow. But I want you guys to watch Tyron Matthew here, okay? Job, you see the ball is out here. He's breaking on the ball. I think if he got a little closer. Everybody, we are back. It's tape don't lie. Favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. Um, you know, coming off the the heartbreaking loss. I guess you can call it heartbreaking. I don't know what you want to call it. I guess it's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking loss. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say disappointing. Like like the, the way you're talking about it in your voice just says it's perfectly disappointing. <laughs> disappointing loss to the Raiders, you know, uh start to the Raiders, the Bengals. I mean, the Raiders did kind of beat themselves, so that makes sense. So, the, <laughs> uh, you know, to the Bengals, um, you know, it's, you know, you guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. Hit the, you know, leave a comment if you uh, want to leave a comment. And, uh, you know, if you, you got some something to say, go, go ahead and leave a comment for yourself too as well. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at mholder95. Uh, no BD today, but uh, at the Mark John NFL for me. Go ahead and check out manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. Make sure you guys do that. You know, and then go ahead and hit the hit bonfire for the uh, you know, the Raiders uh t- tape don't lie clothes. Get you some tape don't lie clothes. All right. So uh, it was a uh, man, it was just it was just bad. Uh, it, it, it wasn't bad, but yeah, it, it was bad, but you know, the Bengals just you know, it was a game the Bengals weren't going to score a lot of points. And I knew they yeah. were going to do their explosiveness stuff. And they're going to have to play the red zone game. And then they just they played better in the red zone than the Raiders did. And I, I feel like that's kind of the game in the Raiders' season. Was, Go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say, I think what makes it more frustrating is I felt like the Raiders' like red zone defense like wasn't even that bad today. Like they yeah. got the one touchdown, but they, and then I ended up holding the two field goals. Like I remember – people talking about it. Like it felt like the, the Bengals were in more control of the first half and the scoreboard actually reflected, which was to me, a, to me, like the part of what the defense was doing and being able to hold them under the field goals and mm-hmm. ended up being a one score game at that at half and at the end of the game with a big part of the defense. But it definitely felt like it felt like it was like the Raiders did all they could. Just they just kind of played a better team to me, to be honest with you. And yeah. beating themselves, they beat themselves too much too. Like, they beat they beat themselves. I think they beat it. They, they beat you know that team just had more talent than them for sure. I mean, like the the just the, the Bates play kind of showed everything. You know that play right there. I think that's kind of that was like the difference in the game. That play right there to me. Yeah. You know, if, Ren, if Renfro holds on to that ball, who knows how this game ends? You know, like even if they just get a field goal there, and then they they maybe they get another one or something. You know, it's it's a different game. Or you know you don't know how that game goes. If Renfro yeah. catches that pass, but that was a play by Jesse Bates, and that's talent. They got uh, an elite safety over there who made elite an elite play. 
you know, yeah. at, the, at, the, at a, in an elite time. And then they have Jamar Chase was over 100 yards. You know, they had elite player who made elite plays, you know, and, you know, who's catching everything. And, yeah, it was a couple of push-offs. I, I don't know how that Desmond Trufant went. They didn't get called. But <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I felt like that one – I felt like that one, if that one was, like, a Raiders receiver, like, it was definitely questionable. It was definitely borderline. But I felt like yeah. that was more Trufant's momentum. It, it, like, he didn't get the full extension. But, I mean, like you said, Jamar Chase went for – went for what what was it when we pulled the final line here let's see uh nine for 116 i mean like that at one point like i think every time he touched the ball was the first down i think end of the game every time but two touched the first touched the ball it was the first down so and and i will give the Bengals a lot of credit they adjusted from what the last time they did i felt like the last game they did like they tried to isolate him and try to Mm -hmm. keep him on the deep routes or even the deep overs and then the Raiders bracket coverage was able to take over this week they they were hitting him in the short to intermediate routes. They're letting him kind of do the thing in the in the or trying to get him the yards after the catch. But the Raiders actually did a decent job of tackling him. But when you hit a curl against cover three for ten yards, there's not much you can do about it. And exactly. you hit back shoulder throws that were like like again like we have to give credit. Like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase were on it tonight. They looked like I two know. guys that have been playing together for again since you know about the last two out of the last three years that they were on money. And that's how they've been all year. They've been hitting those back shoulder throws since Dryden. Sometimes you just can't defend those. Sometimes you just get unlucky and you run into a team where, like we're talking about, that maybe the Bengals aren't that much better than the Raiders. Maybe the Raiders, you know, the gap's pretty close between the two. But when, again, you beat yourself, you get three holding penalties on one drive. I know. Um, That's that's what happens. When the gap's gap's already pretty small and then you you do stuff to hurt yourself, like you make it wider. Yeah, That's and right. uh, um, do trade in the comments talking about Burrow and rhythm, which I talked about in the in the in the preview. If he's in rhythm, it's not he's gonna tear you up. And they didn't get him out of yeah. rhythm all game, really. You know, uh, you know, you're expecting the, you're expecting more from the D line this game. I thought, but I yeah. thought they had a they had a plan where if they he was gonna stay in his three step drops and he was gonna get rid of the football quick. And Definitely. and you know, I showed him the preview. If he's in his three steps. And he's hitting that. He hits that back foot. And he can make a decision. It's on the money every single time. You got to get him off of that, where he's trying to make plays, or he has to like uh, get off his first read. They, they really didn't make him go through his reads or anything like that. It was like he hit the back foot, bam, hit his back foot, bam. You know, um, so that that has a, a lot to do with how he played too. You get you got to you got you got to get him off of his game. And if he's just boop, bam. He's in rhythm all game. He's gonna tear you up. So yeah, um, because he, he's gonna hit those back shoulders perfectly if he's in rhythm. He's gonna do everything that he needs to do and be accurate. You got to get him off of that. So yeah, I mean, <sighs> round one of the the time these two teams played, Jonah Jonah Williams uh, or excuse me, Yannick and Gakway got the better of Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams got the better of Yannick and Gakway this game. I don't even I don't even remember Yannick playing at all really. I mean, he didn't do it, Dan. I mean, if he's not getting out of the passer, we already know he's not great against the run. So <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to be out there. And then it, it just felt like outside of Crosby, like even Crosby didn't have his greatest game, but Crosby was still at least getting pressure, getting sh- sacks on the stunt. And yeah. I think uh, Jefferson got another one on a stunt too. But outside of those two guys, like they didn't get any pressure. Missed Darius Phylon. I think after Jefferson went out, like he kind of disappeared. I know he came back in the game, but I mean, obviously wasn't as good of a pass rusher as before. And like you said, you just, I mean, you nailed it. Like, you, you got to get pressure on that guy. You got to find a way to get that guy off of his rhythm and Raiders didn't, and they did it in the last game, which was, which makes it almost more frustrating. So. Yeah. You, you know, like that's what it makes it more frustrating too, to me is, you know, that they were able to get him out of rhythm 
and he was able to just pick them apart a little bit, you know. Um, and but they, they were still starting to back up right tackle this time. You know, it, it, and, and Max did his thing, but, like, Max can't yeah. be the only one. You know exactly. what I mean? He yeah, can't be the only true. one getting pressure. They don't blitz. So if they're depending on the four and they don't blitz or anything, and I saw a couple of creepers, a couple of simulateds late in that game, where they, and they actually got off the field when they started doing those things, which, you know, you know, it's, I mean, this is today's NFL. You just can't sit back sometimes and, you know, play four unless you got a, an awesome defensive line. And if, you know, if Nathan Gakwe's not showing up, then it's going to be um, him in rhythm. But I, I still think the defense, I think the Bengals had to play a game they didn't like to play. And I think that's why the Raiders were still in that game because they had yeah. to play a game they didn't like to play, right? It was just a red zone game and, you know, yeah. you had to go meticulously down the field. They didn't get a lot of explosive plays. And, and, and that's not what they want to do. So that was the interesting part of it. Um, but, you know, I guess we can get to the offense now. Any, any last thoughts about? I mean, defense? kind of a lead in, kind of a lead into the offense. Like we're talking about all week. I felt like one of the biggest things was going to be able to slow the running game, which was one of the biggest parts, or the biggest issues last game for them defensively. Did it this time around. I mean, I think, uh, what is it? Joe Mixon, 17 of 20 uh, for 48 for 2.8 a carry, 3.8, yeah. 3.3 a carry for the team for, for the Bengals, and then the opposite was Raiders need to, the I Raiders offense need to get the rushing game going, and they ended up doing that. Just ended up not being enough. I mean, Jacob's Jacob so, six point four carry. So, 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 so my big problem with the run game too, because I mean the run game was working right, and then like on the the, the possession when they kicked the field goal before um, they got the ball back to uh, you know go down the field and get their chance right. right? They didn't run the ball. I was thinking of you when that happened too. I'm like, it was the same thing. Like they get in the red zone and all of a sudden they stop running the ball. Like, I'm like what the hell? Out. Like, what are we doing? Like, and this was, and Josh Jacobs is hot. Like he's been playing yeah. well for like all game. You know what I mean? He's been playing well all game. And it, like, what are we doing? And then, and then like the, and then the, you know, they, 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 on the second play, he gets right to the one yard line. And then there's a hold, of course, but like, goddamn, like, in the red zone, yeah. you gotta run the ball. Like this is not like a pass happy place. You know, it's yeah, tight. Yeah. We don't have a guys that can separate like that. You know, besides Hunter Renfro, and you know they were locking him up. So if you ain't got nobody can separate in the red zone, you gotta run the football. And man, it, <laughs> it, 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 the whole last sequence too. Like I, I it just the, the 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 last play call. Man, I can't believe that he went to that. I, I yeah. I mean, I think. I think we've seen our last last day's game of uh, Greg Olson calling the plays. You got to get rid of him, bro. Yeah. It, it, even if no matter what. they're not gonna bring back Rich anyways, because I thought Rich kind of bucked the, 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 the whole the whole last sequence could kind of show they don't have a coach because Carr spiking the ball, even though Drew Brees said he should have did that. Everybody said he should have, but Drew Brees was like, "Hey, yeah, do that." Drew Brees would have did it, so it's kind of weird to say that. But go ahead, Matt. I was just saying, my problem with that is he like he like checked at the line of scrimmage to spike the ball. I'm like, at least if like you're gonna check at the line of scrimmage or whatever, and then like and uh or whatever, like get people set, like throw like a deep fade, like that's it's probably not gonna be complete, but at least you have a chance, like yeah. you know, because because that's that's why I feel like the, you know Derek Carr is like the he's he's the play caller, he's the coordinator, and you can't have yeah. that, you know, you can't have him trying to do all the game management and stuff by himself, you know what I mean, and, and trying to figure it out. You know, yeah. they, 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 I mean, at, at the end of the game, they look in over their heads. They had coaches that were just in over their heads, and it it, it didn't work out. And then, like, of course, a terrible play call. He called Hank, which I, I can't believe he called Hank. Man, I can't believe that. I can't is, believe Hank he, your, is Hank your verbiage for sticks? 
Is that like no, just no, no, sticks and Hank are tipped. So Hank okay. is where you have two guys go out to the flat, which you had Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. Gotcha. Gotcha. So <laughs> two best have, receivers on the team. Gotcha. Yeah. And they go out to the go flat, to... and then you have two curls in the middle. Okay. And that's gotcha. for the game. You call that play. And a curl a yard short of the goal line. So yeah, this is the one. Zay the didn't one even go to the goal the line. What was he doing? Why didn't Zay go all the way to the goal line? So he should have went it, like deep in there. It, this was a perfect like. This was just like Zay Jones in a nutshell. Like great game. Like Zay Jones. I again like came out bust balled out. I thought again. Like I think he ended up being yeah. He's the second leading receiver on the team. <sighs> Had a good game. Good plays. And then the little thing. The little thing of like. I mean, just getting a, getting a yard deeper. I mean, who knows? Maybe Jermaine Pratt picks that ball off anyway. But yeah, like like you're talking about, like because Brian Edwards was five yards deep in the end zone. So Brian Edwards actually was like, "Hey, I, we need a touchdown." Zay stops yeah. at the what? Are you, <laughs> because that's where J, Jermaine Pratt was. Pratt was able to step right in front of it because he stopped in front of the end zone and then he jumped right in front of it. And uh, I mean, maybe if he went deeper, I mean, maybe it would have forced Carr to try to make a play. But yeah, you know, the the quick hitch. It, you know, he allowed him to try to force that ball and in there. But even at that, and I don't mean to pile on car. Like, I feel like we kind of been like shitting on him a lot, a little bit for the, the two minute drill in this right now. But like, yeah. again, like Zay Jones was not open that play. Yeah. Why, why is Zay Jones? I mean, I guess he's again, I guess if your two best receivers are out running flat routes short of the, <laughs> short of the goal line, that's you, you got to throw the ball to Zay Jones. But it's like, why is that guy getting his number called in this situation? But, but, yeah, exactly. Because, because the situation is with the play call, right? If 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 it isn't the play call, and I don't love blaming Zay, dog, he got he ran short yeah. of the end zone. I don't care what you guys say. Don't run short of the end zone. <laughs> so, but even if that play call, you call two flats, right? And then you have the curls, like nothing's there. Like what the hell are you? Like what scramble drill do you even do at that point? There's no scramble drill. Like the play is dead. Like you have to call like a, like call like four verts or something, or or I don't know. You just have to call something that has like a scramble I, drill built in. Like because because you call yeah. I was just gonna say, you, I feel like you call a, a play where maybe one guy is short of the sticks, maybe one. You know what I mean? And not two. Again, your two best receivers. Like you know what I mean? Like you, you maybe call like something where you like have motion down the field and have a shallow crosser as a check down, like just as like a oh, like nothing else is open. Like let's just give this a chance. But like yeah, like having having two guys. Your and your again, your two best receivers short of the sticks and a fourth and goal in the fucking playoffs in the, in the playoffs <laughs> to win the game, play. but because the, I... <laughs> the thing matt, matt the thing is matt you gotta think about this this is the this is the goal line you're a play caller right you have all these plays got like 300 this is the nfl you got 500 plays you got called in and you pull up the 1976 that's why i posted this is this is a bill walsh play Hank is from Bill Walsh in the 80s. This is what Joe Montana used to run with Freddie Solomon and Dwight Clark. <laughs> and that's that's the play with the game well, on the line? They were talking about how for each team it's been since like the 1930s or whatever since they won a playoff game. So maybe they're just turning back the clock. They're just I like, can't... you know what? We got we got to move backward to go to move forward in this game. I, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it. I couldn't but... believe it. But but I, but I want to I do want to go back to the original red zone before that. I think that was big where they didn't run the football. They got to run the ball there. Try to get Josh Jacobs going. He's having a good game. He's playing behind his pads. He can't play any better than he's playing right now. And I feel like they didn't get him involved enough. You know, and that's because within the OC, he's pass heavy, Mister Aggressive, and wants to take everybody's head off. You know, so 
I, was that the one where they was that the one where you talked about where he had like the he brought it to the one and then they had another holding call? Was that the yeah. same three that, was a, that was the second down though? But that's yeah, what, you run a yeah, first okay. down too. Keep running it, yeah. And, and, and I mean that's what makes it more frustrating is like like I see what you're saying, but I also see the logic of like, well, we just called we've called been called for two holding play penalties already on this drive. And now, now we're in second goal. We might as well try and cut it in half if we run it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it, it's frustrating again because Raiders shot themselves in the foot, and, and when they can't, and I mean, I, I hate to bring it up, but I hate to hate to pile on this guy because I've been piling on him all year. But Alex Leatherwood, <laughs> it was awful. He was awful. Like couldn't when, he, when he wasn't getting when he wasn't getting called for holding, he was getting beat. So <laughs> couldn't pick up a stunt. They, they still can't pick up a stunt. It's week week nineteen. Can't pick up a stunt still. I, I don't – the thing I don't understand about him is, like, he was good at that, like, in college, and he was good at that in the beginning of the year. And then, like, in the last, like, like few Cable, weeks, bro. he just forgot how to pick up stunts. Cable. Like, you, you know, I, I, I mean, you, I, I hope it is Tom Cable, but it, it is just frustrating. I, I feel it's like, like it is. It's, it's, it's a new I, issue. He's going to get a little bit of a mulligan from me because I think Tom Cable is just terrible. And, you know, I, you know, I was looking up when I was looking up, trying to see who the next coach is this week. And I was trying to see who's connected to like Rich Bisacci and stuff. And I was looking up, you know, John Gruden. John Gruden has no connection to Tom Cable. Like, where do you even find him from? So like, does nobody want to coach with John? I kind of feel like this is how this team and coaching staff was built because he literally has no connection. to him. He's never coached under him. I don't did, Where did he meet him? Paul Gunther, too. Where did he find Paul Gunther? Like, where did, where did he meet these guys? They never coached under him. And we have all this, this crappy coaching staff that he's built. Like he must have rubbed some people the wrong way, John. Gruden. Well, I think he could be onto something with the with with the cable. Like nobody else wanting to work underneath him because or work underneath Gruden because I mean Gruden's going to call the shots. He's going to pull the plays. He's going to run his offense. So like if you're an up and coming coach who's like I'm trying to make a name for myself. I'm trying to become an offensive coordinator, or head coach. I'm not going to work for the guy that's going to get all the credit when uh, when the offense does well. You know what I mean? Or like yeah, that's going to be doing such a control freak. So I mean that that could be something. Um, I mean. Tom Cable, it, it is a tough one, but I feel like Tom Cable did have some wins. Colton Miller's going to be a big win for Tom yeah, Cable. Yeah, but that's the problem. But yeah, well, I mean, because I think is is Colton Miller actually better than he should be? That's how I think with Tom Cable. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe Colton Miller actually is like a dog, and he really is an all pro. And we just need to bring in like Aaron Cromer or something like that, <laughs> go and get this line to play like it. Because you know, um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I, I feel like we'll see. Because I, I like I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we don't. Neither one of us, I think, really have any inside sources or anything. But yeah, is the coaching staff gone? I mean, that's the elephant in the room right now. Even I, though I, they have to be, right? They have to be. I, I would think. I, I get the feeling that like it's going to be Harbaugh, and then obviously. You know, from there, you will see how the dominoes fall. Maybe he keeps Basachi around as like a special teams coach. But yeah, I get the feeling. I get the feeling we're going to get news the next day or two. Probably Basachi is out, which is going to mean Bradley's probably out and everybody else is going to be canned. Yeah. And you guys going to want to pick his own staff. So yeah. we'll see what happens. It, you know, I, I, I thought the most interesting part of today was the, uh, the car report that came out before because it wasn't like a car once they want to leave for car report. It was a mutual, which is a new word that we haven't heard in the past four years of these car rumors was mutual. That's a new word. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I just saw the headline. I didn't read the article. So what, so what was it? So, like? so basically it said that if they hire, like if they hire like double Sweeney, the cars get asked for a trade. That's basically what it said. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So basically, Carr wants to pick the next coach. Yeah, basically. That's what it said. And it, it sounded like the, the Raiders want to take to go that direction. Adam Schefter, before that report came out, which made him even more interesting, Adam Schefter that morning, he reported that the Raiders wanted to keep Carr, right? And then, mm-hmm. like, 30, 20 minutes later, here comes Ian Rappaport with the mutual thing. So that's going to be interesting because I, I think they want to keep Carr, but I don't know what Carr wants to do at this point. I think he might be. We, we, you know, I mean, I he said he, he said he's going to be a Raider forever, right, in the offseason. I mean, I will say this. I will say this about that comment. I think it's a lot easier to say that in, like, July. In July? Than with all the <laughs> shit that's happened this last that year. Coach like, gets, gets fired like, for emails. And somebody I wouldn't, yeah. I, I would not blame him to be like, yeah, like, yeah, like six months ago, before, you know, before my head coach got fired, my star wide receiver, you know, got a DUI and or got in a car accident, killed somebody, and then my other first-round pick in that draft class got released and all this crazy crap that's gone on in the last year, like, yeah, things have changed a little bit, but I, I that is interesting to me. If it if it is like yeah, the mutual, is, how much say he's going to be having? Like, mutual, like, that's weird. That's new. Like, and people try to play it down. Like, oh, this, we heard this before. We haven't heard mutual. We haven't heard like <laughs> we haven't heard this. I don't think we've had a off season where there's been like a a coach and like a car discussion at the same time. No, I mean not since like I mean that was at 2017, but you know because it'll be interesting who they hire. Because I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that could come in and just and put in the same exact system. Because like everybody runs this Gruden esque Sean McVay offense, so like there's no everyone in pros does that. Yes, that's true. So because I I was going to ask you, did that article specifically name Dabo Sweeney, or are you just like putting too much? No, I was. I'm just putting. I'm just putting whatever some crazy coach out there that could yeah yeah come in and be like what the. Because Um, I feel like part of it, like the Raiders not being as active, like I feel like maybe they're going to get us, like if they are going to make a move at coaching staff, which I think everyone, I think we're all in agreement, or at least us are in agreement at this point, like it's going to happen. I wonder if it's going to come from the college ranks. Yeah. I mean, if it came from the college ranks, it better be hard. It just better be hard, Bob, because at least uh, as long as it's not Dabble, what does Dabble Sweeney do? Does he have like a scheme? Like, what does he do? <laughs> you know, somebody. I mean, what is, he mo- he's a motivator. He's he's, he's, like, a, he's a good motivator, but I feel he's like, a recruiter. <laughs> he's like I, I, that is true. Like what Dabo was, I don't even remember. It's been so long now. What was he? Was he like an OC at? Uh, no, no, he was a wide receiver coach, bro. He doesn't. He's never been a coordinator or nothing. He's never even been a coordinator. Gotcha. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's a recruiter. He was the top recruiter for Clemson. Then he got a rece- receiver coach, and they hired him. And he's yeah, he, he can recruit. That's what he could do. That's he, gotcha. he, he brings gotcha. in the T Higgins and and he lost his he did he lose his OC. I know Venables left for Oklahoma, but did he lose his OC this year too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he lost both coordinators. Well, this if he granted if he doesn't get an NFL job, <laughs> this will be a big year. Oh, here, for, please, God. Uh, this will be that's a big year. One guy. Uh, anybody else? I you know anybody else? I you know it depends. 
but you know it, it depends but i just know Dabo, because because that's what i'm talking about there's like the, the daniel hackett's out there which is not sexy to, to raiders fans but he runs the same offense and he comes from green bay right and mm-hmm. or there's um even like this is going to sound you know interesting but there's even there's brian callahan from the Bengals. There's those type of guys. I mean, there's Brian Flores, which I see in the name, but if they bring Brian Flores, then we have to go get like eight corners. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately. Like they have to yeah. draft like Sauce Gardner. Like I don't you have to make sure you get Sauce Gardner. Like because he's the trade best man to man. Trade up for Stingley. <laughs> Stingley or something. Yeah. Get him and Sauce, right? Because that's the mm-hmm. only way you're gonna play that cover zero. I mean, you, you we don't have any cover zero guys right now. So yeah, that'd be the, that'd be a wild schematic change to go from uh uh, Gus Bradley to Brian Flores, like talk about polar opposites of each other. Yeah, they, they would have. They, they literally would just have to go get corners. They would have to like find every yeah. single like good man corner that there is in the draft and free agency, like yeah. Stephon Gilmore or something. They have to find a way to get him over there. If they, I mean, because because if you don't, then it's going to be the 2019 Dolphins where you're just like watching everybody get burned and just know, get roasted. Mark Jackson's throwing five touchdowns a week one, you know? So, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Any, any coaches that you think of, Matt? Because I don't know. Honestly, the biggest guy, the guy that I've kind of wanted for a while was going to be uh, Doug Peterson, but I don't think that's going to happen. It doesn't seem like it's going to be – I don't even think Doug Peterson's gotten any steam anywhere at this point, which is kind of surprising no. to me. I mean, I mean, the guy won a Super Bowl, what, three years ago? Kind of got a raw deal at the end there, I felt like, by Philly. Made the playoffs, what, three out of five years? They were a good team under Doug Peterson. Um, plus, get get somebody with some insight into Andy Reid's offense, which I feel like can help. Obviously, Raiders struggle to struggle to figure that one out over the last few years. So that's kind of been my guy. Uh, who I think it'll end up being is I get the feeling it's probably gonna be Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm excited about that because it's like I look back at Har- Harbaugh's record and like think about how much he won in San Francisco and being like, and that like gets the juices flowing a little bit. Like I feel like he's a good coach. But then I also like think back to like he literally said when he left the Niners, he's like, I felt like my my coaching style was more suited for college. And my my message kind of runs dry after after, you know, three or four years. And I think back to the end of the, his tenure with the Niners, even though they were eight and eight and, you know, not a bad team by any means. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't pretty. He felt like he was kind of losing the locker room a little bit to to use the old cliche. But I I would be fine with either of those two guys, Harbaugh or uh, Harbaugh or um, uh, Doug Peterson. But. I'm, I'm with you that Dabo Sweeney would scare, scare me, but maybe not quite as much as you. I feel like I feel like Dabo can at least be like, I, like at least be different than like an Urban Meyer, where he'll be like less of a a dick to just yeah. point, put a point blank. I feel like Dabo is like a better person than Urban Meyer is, <laughs> yeah. which is which is not saying much, but uh, <laughs> um, at least like from that end of things, like things can be taken care of. Like I think he can treat people right, which I think is kind of like half the job as being a, of being a head coach in the NFL. Okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah, who's your guy though? Uh, my guy. I don't know, man. I, it, it's tough. I mean, I wouldn't mind Harbaugh. I just want. I want to know his staff. I'm not. Excited. I saw Scott Turner. True. I was not excited about that. If he brings in Scott Turner, I'm not excited. I'm not excited about Scott Turner at all. You know, um, that wouldn't excite me. But it, I would be excited if he brings Vic Fangio. Vic, well, yeah, of course. That, yeah. That's the, that mean, is. That is who would be special is bringing him in and you it, know, or anybody who's connected to him that would bring him in. 
If Harbaugh could land Vic Fangio, I really wouldn't care who his OC is, just because I feel like part of it is like Harbaugh is not the same extent as Gruden, but he's it's still gonna be a Harbaugh offense. You know what I mean? Like Harbaugh's Harbaugh, it's still Harbaugh's thing. Yeah, at the very least. Like yeah, yeah. And, and the one thing I like about Harbaugh is that you know with a defensive game plan, he's gonna be the type of guy that actually be part of it. Like he wouldn't just like oh you do the offense, you do the yeah. defense. I'm just gonna sit back since he's gonna be involved. That's why I kind of like hiring somebody like him because. He'll be involved in both game plans. And it's just not going to be him just like trying to, you know, do like what Gruden is like. You got the defense, I got the offense. I don't care what you do over there. You handle it. Yeah. Like he said, nothing. You know, Harbaugh's going to try to help the game plan. You know, just like Belichick comes up with the offensive game plan too. He just doesn't do defense. He does. He does both. So, you I know, mean, shit. Harbaugh. Harbaugh literally practices with this team. Like, there's reports of him playing like scout team quarterback. So, I mean, that should tell you how hands on this guy is. Yeah, you He'll know, out there with his shirt off, his cleats on, like in his in his dickies, like just out there dropping dimes on on people. This, see, my thing. I think it's gonna be somebody that we aren't thinking about right now. Yeah, like, we all say it's Harbaugh. You know, um, one guy that is, you know, that you know, it's probably pissing me off that I say this, but I saw him on the day on this on I Am Athlete. And it was Marvin Lewis, and he was like talking all this stuff. And that's somebody like, if some advisor would be like, "Well, get get you a coach that is already been there and done this," and you know, it's so it, it, so. I think there might be a wild card, somebody weird like that, you know. But I mean, he was saying some decent decent stuff about you know how the game's changing. You need a more mobile quarterback. And, all this other stuff that he was saying. So, but who knows? Who knows? Because I saw somebody mention Mike McDaniel from uh, the Niners, which I would not mind at all. I would actually like that. <laughs> that's the OC, right? That's yeah. the dude that's been like, that's getting popular, nerdy looking dude. Yeah, nerdy looking dude, kind of popular. He, he's talking about um, at QB Collective. He, he had a good quote yeah. about QB. You saw that clip? Yeah, about like, yeah, yeah, I saw what you're talking about. Yeah, he seems like a smart dude. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's the glasses or what. He just gives me Mark Tressman vibes. Yeah, he Where does. It's like, like I'm like, like I know this guy's a bright, bright offensive mind. Is he a great head coach though? And again, I, I think it's it's probably me just judging him from his looks. But like, <laughs> that would be the biggest, exactly. that would be my biggest question mark. Be like, bro, can you get contacts or something? Like, you're you're you're, you're giving me way too many vibes. Do they take him serious? <laughs> yeah, I don't know because like, I, I don't know how how much I would take him serious. He's he's he's, he's, he's coaching me. <laughs> but yeah all right all right man anything else um i think we're good man that's all i got man <sighs> all right guys so it's been a long season you already know me and matt we're headed to the senior bowl man we got we got we will be we'll be there live we're you know be hanging you know hanging out there looking at some you're looking at the linemen we're gonna be watching the <laughs> gonna be watching the linemen here guys Watching, yes. watching some linemen, maybe some corners. We're gonna watch some corners, depending on who we hire. You know, we, we might be watching. You know, if they hire Brian Flores, we're I'm definitely watching corners. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, or something. But I yeah. don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to heading down to Mobile. I'm sure we'll be uh we'll be on online, drop a few podcasts or whatnot on on the channel and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, drop us yeah. some names, tweet some names at me if guys that you want us to keep tabs on. Go ahead, look at the Senior Bowl roster. Um, yeah. obviously, you know, offensive, offensive and defensive line, especially on the interior is going to be kind of our focus. been watching a couple guys, Darian Kennard out of Kentucky, like him a lot, kind of some okay. tackle, tackle guard, versatility. been watching Zion Johnson, not as impressed, but, uh, you know, another guy, some of those guys that with some versatility. So 
I'm about to get into it, Mac. I'm ready now. I might let's as, get you know, it. Uh, I'm a week late. I feel I feel like I'm late into the draft, but hey, I feel so far players. behind. <laughs> Me too, so bro. Far so far behind. So far behind. But yeah, I guess it's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but the Raiders look like they're pick 22. I yeah, something like that. Mid 20s, something like that with the playoff teams. All right. Last what, question. 18? Get out of here. We're at 30 minutes. Would you trade up at this point? Do you think the Raiders should? be in that position or should do they have to wait at 22 and kind of just wait it out since they overachieved with a, not that talented team. I'm anti-trade up almost, okay. almost anything except for a quarterback. Um, I, yeah, I'm very anti-trade up just in general. And I think this year too, I think with the corner class that, that is coming in, there's a lot of guys that are like studs, like Ahmad Gardner. I think you talk, we talked about him. He's like mm-hmm. the fifth rated corner right this year. And he's a damn good player. He's six, two can run with long arms. Like, so I think with uh, fulfilling that need, I yeah. think they'll be all right if they want to go that route at 22, um, just with the depth of the class. And then the other need is, you know, I guess if they are going to get a right tackle, okay, maybe you go up and get, consider it. Uh, yeah. But if you're looking for a defensive tackle or a, or a interior offensive lineman, I think 22, you're, you should be fine where you're at. You're not going to probably get a guy like Ty Lindenbaum or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I think with where they're at, 22, and with the value that you get and having to push so many domino, dominoes into the table in one pick, like, you know, obviously you're going to yeah. have to give up more more picks to move up. I, I, I'm i just very – let's just keep it status quo, stay where you're at, and, you know, let the board fly. Like like Mayock said in his first draft the other the a uh, few years ago and ended up landing him Jacobs, who has been the MVP for the last four weeks. So, Yeah. Yeah. I see some people, you know. My dude Trey, he's a little Georgia mentioning Jordan Davis. He, he, uh, he might, he's big. He, he, people, I think I, Jordan Davis is, I mean, he's huge. And like, I think a, a lot of teams will probably fall in love with that size, but he's another guy that I think can still be there at 22 with uh, his lack of, lack of pass rush. I mean, I'd like to see him be a little bit better, but at 360, I, I hope I can have a defensive line coach that I can teach that guy how to bull rush at some point. <laughs> So, so, and I mean, he'll yeah. fill a need. He'll fill a need for the Raiders that can stop the run. So, I, I, I I'm, uh, I'm, I want to dive in more into Jordan Davis, but I am very intrigued by a dude that's what six six three sixty and can oh, just sure. eat space in the middle. All right, guys, uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I mean, it's fun end to the season. You know, you know, we remember the Chiefs game. <laughs> we were all yeah. thought it was over. <laughs> We never thought exactly. we would get here. So remember the Chiefs game. This season is still a win. This season yeah. is still very much a win. I, to me, yeah, it, it is a win. This team should not have been in the playoffs. Let's say that, guys. I don't know Definitely. how the hell they got here. I don't know how the hell they were down by one touchdown with a drive to go. So th- you know that's the, that was the whole season, you know, and the penalties and everything just caught up in the red zone. Hopefully, we get a better red zone play caller for once. Finally, it's been four years with bad red zone play calling. And so hopefully we can get that going. Let's let's Definitely. let's find some guy. All right. We're out, guys. Appreciate it. You know we're gonna get the draft. We'll be back See with the guys. review. Peace out, guys. See you guys.